Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. My name is Steve Ekstrom, and I'm a full-time tourist. I sold my house and everything in it to explore the world with my dog, Rudy. Here in business class, I introduce you to the people who make places worth visiting. Today, I just finished up my first kite surfing lesson in El Sargento, Mexico. My guest on the program is Alex Salvador, my kite surf instructor. Check it out. My name is Alex, and I'm a kite surf instructor. How long have you been a kite surf instructor? Um, for three years, a little over three years. What do you like most about it? I like challenge the challenge of um, teaching different types of people, like um, people that can already surf or can already do board sports. It's uh, it's cool because I pick it up fast, but it's not as challenging. It's more challenging to teach somebody that has never flown a kite before and or has never been in the water before with this type of conditions. Um, yeah, I, I like the, the, the variety. Okay. So we just did a one-hour lesson. Uh-huh. What did I learn? You learned how to set up a kite, a four-line kite. You learned about wind direction and wind direction in relation to our spot. You learned about how to fly a kite on the beach, how to use the wind window, and how to use the kite with two hands and with only one hand. And where are we now? We are in La Ventana. Actually, officially, we are in El Sargento, and it's close to La Paz in Baja California Sur. Okay. How did you find out about this spot? I found out about... Uh, La Ventana through a friend of mine who owns this school, Saladita. Mm-hmm. He was teaching in Portugal. This was three and a half years ago, uh, which actually was my first gig as an instructor. And he was traveling with his then girlfriend at the time through Europe and he was taking up different jobs. And he ended up in the same school I was at in Portugal, close to Lisbon. And uh, yeah, we became friends and he said, do you have a job for the winter? I said, no. And he said, well, <laughs> do you want to come teach with me? And uh, that was really an uh, easy decision. And where are you from originally? Uh, uh, Amsterdam, Netherlands. Okay. What did your parents say when you told them you were going to become a kite surf instructor? Oh, they were all for it. They were like, yeah, dude, if that's what you feel you want to do, then do it. And, um, you know, try to see if it's something for you. And if it doesn't work out, you'll find something else. Mm-hmm. So they were quite supportive. How are you most like your dad? Um, I'm passionate and somewhat impulsive. Um, Go with the flow and detail-oriented. And your mom? Um, Trying to always be on top of things, but not always being able to. no. Um, generally, always trying to uh, trying to please people, trying to have a good time, and uh, 
Yeah, take care of others. Do your parents know how to windsurf? No. No? No. Would you want to teach them? Um, yes. Yes. But my reservation is that I'd get very... Uh, they're so close to me mm-hmm. that, you know, I've tried teaching my friends and my girlfriend. And because they're so close to me, I want really? them to succeed no. so badly that if it doesn't really happen, it's hard for me to accept. So it's like, if I'm an instructor, if I'm somebody's in- instructor, it's good that we don't know each other. Okay. Because I can be more strict and less... More pressure. Less yeah, fun. less friendly or something. Less fun, I would say. Maybe, yeah. So how would you describe the lifestyle of a kite surf instructor? Um, well, your, your, your office is the beach. You're basically always outside. And Except now we're in a van. You're, we're in a van because it's windy. <laughs> so it's better. Trust me, the wind noise is horrible. Um, the lifestyle is, is pretty relaxed. Um, what I like about it is that the hours that you work are dependent on wind. Now there is an upside to that, which is when it's very windy, you have a lot of work. When it's not windy, uh, there is no work. Um, but usually when there's no wind, you'll find other activities such as mountain biking, hiking, you can go snorkeling, uh, stand up paddleboarding, whatever. Uh, there's loads of other activities you'll, you'll do uh, and or you'll probably rest because when you're teaching all day and then for eight, nine, ten days in a row and then there, all of a sudden there's a no wind day, you'll probably just take it easy and chill. Um, so yeah, there's... There's a, it's challenging sometimes when it's not windy, but uh, it's, it's very good when you can work consistently. And what is something, what's a misconception people have about teaching kite surfing or kite surfing in general that you would describe? That, that it's easy. Um, people think, when they look outside and they see the kiters, they see people jumping and doing twists and flips. They think, oh, that, that looks easy. And yeah, that might be true because they make it look easy because they know what they're doing. But if you observe a beginner, you'll see that it takes a lot of practice and a lot of patience. I think that one misconception is that you, you just put in a few hours and you'll be ready to go which is not the case. And uh, I've noticed that from the amount of people that I teach, a lot of people are very much looking for that quick dopamine hit and that instant gratification and satisfaction, which you're not going to get. This requires work. And uh, the reward, however, is totally worth it. How does it feel? To kite? Yeah. Amazing. It's, It's... when you, when you are in control of the kite, you're harnessing the wind and you're riding the waves, you're riding water, which means that you are basically, for a, to a certain degree, over, you're, you're in power, you're in control of nature. Mind you, you to a certain degree, because wind and water will always prevail. But if you know what you're doing, and if you take the right gear, and if you have the right training, uh, then then it'll be amazing because you'll 
you'll play with the elements and uh, that's that's there's no other feeling like it tell me about a time when you second guessed yourself about anything um this career choice I, i've never uh been an instructor i've never taught people um but I've worked with people in the past and I've tried to be a role model to people. And when I started out being a kitesurf instructor, I second guessed everything I did. Like if I'm actually keeping my students safe or am I saying the right things? Even if I'm saying the right things, do they understand what I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera. So the first six months of instructing were really uh, tough because you still lack the confidence that you can actually do it and that you know what you're doing. But that comes with time. What is something that you did as a child that you enjoyed but you don't do anymore? Uh, playing guitar. Why don't you play guitar now? Um, I think that the way I was taught started out really nicely and then it became too much of a grind. And uh, I, had a, I had a teacher who was very much on my case. And so it became a must instead of a want. And so I kind of had to leave it behind. And I left it behind for so long that it just, it just, it's just in my past. Um, however, I always have the idea like, okay, maybe someday I'll get back to it. But it has to feel right. Mm -hmm. I have to want it. What is something that you want now? Um, wow, that's a good question. I don't have many wants. I have everything I want. I have an amazing relationship. I have plenty of friends. I have my health. I am working when I can. And I have work for the foreseeable future which makes me which makes me which enables me to take care of myself what i want is to see a bit more of the world different places but that'll happen eventually this is the perfect job to do it what was your favorite destination to visit so far as a visitor um, or that you've traveled to? Uh, Sri Lanka. By far the favorite, my favorite place. Just beautiful, very friendly people, amazing foods, stunning nature. Um, yeah, it moved me a lot. I spent three months there and I drove a motorcycle across the country and it was super, super experience. So describe for me a moment when you found yourself, maybe even in Sri Lanka, just in complete awe of, of your experience? Oh, that's, a, that's a, an easy one. I had a moment where I was driving from the west coast of Sri Lanka to the east coast, and I had just had lunch at a totally random spot, which I just met a few people that I'll never see again, but it felt great, and I ate amazing uh, food and um, I went on my way and 10 minutes into my drive I drove into a valley and the valley was full of rice paddies and I went from a higher altitude 
where it was kind of hot and dry. And I drove into the valley and as I drove into the valley, this fresh air and this very fine moisture filled my lungs and it was the smell of these rice paddies and the feeling, that sensation of the changing temperature. Uh, I just, I lifted off the throttle and I just coasted down the hill and I just, I was literally, I think I literally said, whoa, uh, I'll never forget that moment of just being so alive. And what do you hope people who take their first lesson walk away saying? Um, that they'll have a bit of an understanding of what it feels like to play with the wind and to do it safely. And then they understand that, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things involved in the first few hours because your senses are pretty much overloaded. You have to uh, remember a lot of things. So I hope they'll walk away with a feeling of, okay, there was a lot going on. It may not have always gone exactly to plan, but uh, I hope that they accept that that is part of the process because there's a lot happening in the first few hours and um, the processing starts after that. So you mentioned to me that you stay here for just a few months. Usually for about five months, six months. Okay, yeah. and where's next? So next I'll go to, I have two jobs lined up and depends on which one falls through or not. I'll go to the northwest, no, sorry, northeast coast of Mexico, close to Cancun, but a little bit more north to Yucatan, uh, where I can also teach. Um, and or I will go back to Europe, where I'm from, and I'll do demo tours for a kitesurfing brand called Readin uh, that I represent, and um, they've asked me to do demo days all across Europe, and. Uh, yeah, which I'll be doing and driving a van and uh, organizing different days where people can try out the gear. And what's been your best road trip? Um, driving from the north of Baja, California, all the way down here. So meeting up with my girlfriend in Tijuana, and she owns an RV. And we hopped in the RV, and we drove down here. It took us three weeks, which is you can do it in two days if you really push it but we did three weeks and uh just kited in spots that probably nobody's ever kited before um just completely private beaches deserted places and ever-changing landscape whereas i thought that this was all just one type of landscape from the north to the south which is completely not true every two to three hours it's changed from rocky to mountains to plains to some oasis and just I was I was super impressed by this drive and yeah you, there's just not that many you, there there's not not many people you know there's some towns and small cities and there's uh, cool things to do you can go fishing whale watching and there's a lot of bird sanctuaries and uh, but all but all in all it's just a lot of open spaces which I really enjoyed. If you could change something about kitesurfing, you know, 
as a sport or an activity or an industry, what would you change? I would, I would fly. I would have. I would have somebody invent wireless kites. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever it is, that's the next big, big thing. Okay. Engineers paying attention. Wireless kiting. Wireless kiting. Yeah. Okay. 